There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Swell. And yourself? Great. Great. We can count that as number one of what's to come. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing that you should dread in the way that you just did. Just that it's the first of first question of many. Have I told you you look stunning today? Wow. Do you think that's going to alter the outcome of this episode in any way? Why do you think it has to do with the episode? I'm just wondering. I can't tell my girlfriend she looks beautiful. Is it because it's the week of National Girlfriend Day? I didn't even know that. Oh, how convenient. (laughs) (laughs) What are you up to, Hernandez? Well, it is with full delight and pleasure in my heart that I welcome each and every one of you to... The interview oh. sponsored by Jem. Are you kidding? Oh Lord! So this is an M interview. Yeah, this is the M interview. That means I get a Jem interview. Yeah, you do get a Jem interview. Now I'm in. <laughs> you do, but you know, as the person who gets to go first, I would like to be able to establish a rule. Okay. And I think that it's only fair and only just that since I am going first, which includes the the stress and the worry and the pressure mm. of, of being first, there should be some kind of advantage. Uh-huh. And I think that it should be that the person who goes second, since they'll already have had a round and some more time to practice and more time to prepare, mm. they cannot repeat any questions in their, their version. So the M interview and the gem interview have to be entirely different questions. Maybe if similar topics if you want if you want, but are any questions off limits? Well, I mean I guess if there's anything I ask you you don't want to answer, you don't have to. What happens if I don't answer? Um there's no repercussions for this. You don't it's shoot me an, down the chute. It's just an M interview. Like Sweeney Todd when he slides people down the chair. You're inspired, aren't you? All right, I'm stalling. Go ahead, okay. Hernandez. Do your worst. No, it's not bad. It's not. It's not like that. I tried to. How ask, many nipples do you have? I tried to. I tried to compile through my own um, knowledge, through conversation that you and I have had throughout the last couple of days, and um, just thinking about perhaps questions that I don't know the answer to. Oh boy! Because I really wanted this to be a legitimate interview. Okay, I love that. Okay. All right. I'm so excited. they're in no particular order, by the way. So we can uh, do this however you'd like. I mean, you're you're the boss, right? All right. So, so Emily, thank you for joining me here today. You're welcome. Has anybody ever told you that you're quite beautiful? Wow, 
She swears. It's just coincidence. I only had a couple hours for the interview, but I'll sit here all day with you. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you blushing? I am. I'm blushing. I'm you know we date, right? Okay. We got four dogs at home. I know what it's like. Laundry's in the dryer. I'll, I'll have dogs with you, yeah. All right. Or if you talk to me like that, I'll have a lot more than dogs with you. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, hey. Kids are listening. Okay, listen. Yeah. Let's start. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. The interview begins now. Name your favorite Spanish word. Oh, my God. Um, I really like coño. Coño? Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Coño. Yeah. Of all the words in the Spanish language. It's just like it's it's it gets energy out of my body. It's fulfilling. Love that. And when I was growing up, um, my family and my mom and a lot of people around would say carajo. And I thought it was a bad word. But it's, Isn't it? Uh, people use it like that, but it actually means... Oh, I know what it is. You do? Yeah. It's like a certain part of a sailboat. It's right? a part of the ship, yeah. It's like with the. It's like what, where they do the bird's eye view. Where right. The guy stands and goes, land ho! So isn't it like, bete pa carajo? <laughs> go yeah. climb the freaking pole. Yeah, go up there. Anyway, I like coño. Okay, coño's a good one. Um, what is your favorite theme park ride? Oh, my God. Well, if you know me, you know I love theme park rides. I also love to put people on theme park rides that either don't like them or are afraid of them. So depending on who I'm riding with, I think it'll change. Like, I love to ride Tower of Terror with people who don't like drop rides. <laughs> That's evil. Anyway, but I would say that since rides have evolved so much every year, like when the new rides come out, yeah, like new technology really um surprises me right so i would say that my new my current, current. <laughs> favorite ride taking into account all rides i've ever ridden Ooh. right and i've ridden some sketchy rides like a and, ride and on, also some great ones too yeah but i mean even the sketchy ones were great like i'm talking about on the top of a mountain in spain like held together by glue and we got stuck and oh like attracted the attention of the part anyway i have video <laughs> of this but um my current favorite ride and attraction is in Universal, and it's the Hagrid's roller coaster. I think it's where Dueling Dragons used to yeah. be. Or is it in Islands? I love that ride. Is it in Islands or Universal? It's, it's in Islands where Dueling Dragons used to be. Islands of Adventure, yeah. And let's just say, I don't want to give it away, but like I want to spill the tea. Good to know that it's your favorite. I was curious because I have I know how many theme parks that you've been to, and you have talked to me about so many, and I know that the Hagrid's ride impacted you, but I know the Gardens of the Galaxy ride also impacted you, but... You're also a diehard Haunted Mansion fan. So I didn't know what was the answer. Okay, so for example, everything you just said is true. Like, of course, I love the Haunted Mansion. Not only was it one of my brother's favorites, and, you know, I wanted right. to be just like him growing yeah. up. <laughs> um, but um, I love Haunted sh Shit. It runs in the family. And it's just a classic. Yeah. You know, it's a franchise. But it's not your favorite ride. I, no, I'm going to give you a, a real answer now. And then, oh. and then the... Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, like fun, 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 right? And the Hagrid's ride, let's just say it combines two elements of rides that ha I've never experienced combined before, and it truly shocked me. So that advance in technology floored my, like, my riding experience. Yeah. So I would, that's why I really say Hagrid's roller coaster. But they just opened a new dinosaur one that they said is outrageous, right? Okay, now for the actual answer. Oh, Overall, if I had to pick a number one favorite ride based on these factors, first impression, right? Okay. Um, overall, over the years, how does it hold up, right? Like, is it still fun if you ride it today? Okay, love that. And uniqueness. Okay. Okay, so overall, I would have to say, and also take into account, like, when you're younger and you ride a ride for the first time, it's like right. it imprints as a memory. So it's of more course. like of a nostalgic thing. Okay. Right? So I would have to say that it's the Hulk. What? I know. I'm going to tell you why. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought maybe you might say Space Mountain. or I love Space Mountain. I've but never no. heard you talk about the Hulk. Okay, no, no, no. I'm, this is what we're here for. Please. 
I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I used to love Roller Coaster Tycoon, right? Okay. Even to this day, it is a roller coaster with one of the biggest Cobra rolls, which is the one where you go up and then you do a half loop and then a half loop down and back down. Um, I, feel, yes, I don't know if you guys know, but this question was intentional because Emily <laughs> loves her roller coasters. I feel like it's so classic. Like it's a classic roller coaster design. Like it's not trying to hide anything about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has that little underwater component. It's right in the center of the park. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like this core ride, right? And then if you've ever been on the Hulk, you know that blast off. It's so unassuming <laughs> because you're just in the line and everything's fine. And then you get in the thing and you're like, oh, look, there's just a little tube. And it's, you know, you don't really have any prep for it. And the launch is so fast that it like, it just takes your breath away. I love it. Wow. So I think that overall it just gets a perfect score because it didn't try too hard, but the uniqueness is perfect. It always lasts, you know, the Hulk's got to take it. Thank you. Sorry, I know that was a really long-winded answer, but I'm passionate. Wow, I'm so happy that I asked that. <laughs> okay, number two. Uh, what is the craziest cosmetic surgery that you've ever considered? Um, craziest? Like for vanity? For any reason. Cosmetic. Um, it couldn't be medical. Like, for example, I know I have a big nose and like I joke about it all the time, but never in my wildest dreams have I ever entertained any kind of surgery. You know me, like yeah. I have wrinkles in my forehead and I know that if I do peels and things like that, I could take better care of my skin, right? I'm starting to moisturize more. Okay, Halima. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who you are. Um, but uh, I really genuinely haven't considered it if anything i'm actually too close-minded to it no such know. thing no no no. i'm saying like i just curious if you were like i don't know if i could i'd grow really long fingers to do two octaves on a piano like i don't know just... <laughs> i mean now i might think about that I've, I've heard about some people recently who are like getting it was a surgery meant to be done for some medical reason that i can't remember now bone Elong breaks or something but the people are elongating their, their legs, legs. And I'm like, okay, well. Well, as long as you don't spend 14 grand on a dog suit. I mean, why not? At this, <laughs> at this point, woof, woof. <laughs> woof, woof, bitch. <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. What's one instrument you wish you knew how to play? That's easy. Like a woodwind, like trumpet or clarinet or, well, tr trumpet is brass. Um, yeah. Like I've, I've always wanted to play trumpet really bad. So I would honestly probably say trumpet. Because I, I like exploring with instruments so I can make sounds. I like instruments that even though I suck and maybe I don't know what I'm doing, I can get a sound out of it. Yeah. Trumpet and like violin are some of those instruments that I don't even, I can't even comprehend how you could begin to get over, over that initial learning curve. How come you've never asked me to teach you some like basics of violin? I feel like once you understood the, the basics of like posture, yeah, which is really like... Posture is so underrated when it comes to, I feel like, the music world because it's incredible that a lot of us are self-taught and now with, like, YouTube and so many things out there, we really can teach ourselves so many things. But, yeah. like, I became 50% 50, 50 better as a violinist when I adjusted my posture. So I feel like if I just gave you, like, the baseline of, like, this is how you hold it and this is how you can draw different signs, I feel like you'd rip. We actually did do that. Um, when we started dating, like you taught me about the frog and the thing, and we had like a little lesson, like the, obviously, like you know, for fun <sighs> one day, and it opened my eyes a lot. But you know, even with that, it's just you know, you go up to a piano, you can touch a note, yeah. even with the wrong posture, it's gonna sound like a note. That's the thing about fretless string instruments, yeah, to me, similar to brass instruments, like trombone, yeah, those instruments where it's like just the slightest slightest i know like slightest miss yeah of your finger even just a slight adjustment of like the shape of your finger and you're playing a different note i know and then with instruments that you blow into um you have the embouchure yeah the which is the word for like the way that you put your mouth the way that you blow the air where the blow where the blow where the <laughs> air where the air comes out of and how it goes into the instrument and like I've played around with saxophone and reed instruments, like the ones that have the flat little wood thing. And those are really hard, but even still, 
easier to get a sound out of than a trumpet and it hurts trumpet hurts yeah i, I respect trumpet i respect i respect trombone a lot and you know i love jazz so right I, it's such a prominent um instrument you know but anyway so yeah i, I would love to freaking be Play like trumpet. playing you know six eight with my left hand and freaking like blowing on a trumpet with the right hand you know i think you should i think you, if i think if any if anybody could it's you i appreciate it let's see yeah um, what's your biggest motivator? Oof, external things, unfortunately. Like, Not unfortunately, because it is a beautiful way to exist, you know? Like, in a sense of, like, you know, being around a lot of love, influenced by other people. Like, for example, you are one of my biggest motivators. Um, my family, you know, yeah. uh, the people that I really care about. People I don't want to disappoint, which end up being those same people. Yeah. Um, I think ultimately a big part of my journey has been realizing that I have to equally motivate myself um, and be a driving force in my own life so that I can show up for those people in my life that mean so much to me more, you know? But yeah, I'd say, you know, my family, you, the dogs, that's what I was thinking. The talks. Oh. They do, you know. You see the little faces and little Cleekly and Leona, our kitty. She's so cute. But anyway, yeah, the yeah, a lot of things motivate me. I just gotta look at them. Okay, <laughs> musicians and music are out loud. What would you do for a living? A living? I wouldn't be alive. Okay. Well, you. Probably would. Have you ever seen Footloose? Okay. <laughs> stop the music. You can't stop it. Come on. Okay, honestly, honestly, I think it's really hard to imagine a world where there's music. It's not a thing. I get it. I'm just trying to get to the question. If it's not a thing, I would probably be a rebel or somebody trying to go against the cause and get music reinstated. <laughs> um. Okay, if we can keep music, but I had to do another career because I just can't imagine a world with no music. <laughs> well, it's not that it doesn't exist. It's just illegal. Ugh, I, I said, how it, little, 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 like, see, my brain can't even comprehend. You're like, music? <laughs> yeah, little, music um, okay, I love nature. You know, I love create being creative. I don't know. Maybe I'd, like, write poems about how sad I was there was no music. <laughs> I don't know what. Okay, I have a question. What do you think would be a good? This is not the gem interview. No, but what would be a good candidate for me? I can't answer that. I'm just the interviewer. And here I was flirting with you. You can still flirt. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something creative. Maybe I'd have to seek another passion. I feel like you'd be a visual artist. I just have you a ton of draw. kids, and they can be my best creations. Aww. That's so cute. Okay. And they'll play music. Good luck, because I only want to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 22? 22 is fine. No, no, no. Two. 22. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I want two 32. kids. <laughs> two. 100. <laughs> two children. Okay. Okay. Three, three maybe. Three tops. <laughs> okay did fine. you say 300 no no three kids 40 dogs <laughs> <laughs> okay what's the best advice that you've ever received holy shit whoa these are dense not all of them the best advice I've ever received so far Follow your gut. Mm-hmm. Your gut doesn't lie. It's just one of those things that's like if something feels off or, you know, there are decisions that you really have to examine in your life and it may not be the right decision in the moment. Oh, man, who were we talking to this about recently? That it's like sometimes, oh, we were talking about destiny or something like that. And it's like at the wedding and we were at a wedding. And um, congrats, Lux and Kels, we love you. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about how well people interpret destiny as like only good things happening to you in your life, right? But it could be bad things too. Like, you know, quote unquote, if you believe in destiny, like not 
not everything is good in a life. There's good stuff and bad stuff, right? But I feel like your gut is something that's never going to be like a something that you can put on paper, like weighing out a decision. But if you're in tune with that intuition, it won't lead you astray, even if it seems like it's the wrong decision in the moment. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. Even from something simple like wanting to change majors in college. Mm. Like in that moment in my life, which I did, in my moment in that moment in my life, that was a really big decision for me. And I felt like it was going to be a lot more of an impactful decision in my life than it was. And ultimately I didn't know what to do, but I went with my gut. And I had doubts for a while, but I know now it was the right thing to do. Love that. What would you like your legacy to be? Joy. Even like my music, like when people, somebody that I really, really care about just passed away and um, everybody that I talked to about him was like, you know, it just makes me feel better to like sit around and like tell stories about him. You know what I mean? And I feel like in a way music can do that, you know, like music can, I won't be here and you'll be able to or whoever, you know, you're going to outlive me, bitch. Um <laughs> Maybe. I will <laughs> I won't be here and like you can listen to my music and like I can a piece of me will always be there with you but memories and like time spent with people and making people happy and laugh like that's a that's a great legacy to have cuz then they emulate those traits of yours and like push them forward you know Oh baby why am I crying cuz you just lost somebody that means a lot to you Yeah you know and I can't reach these tissues and this chair won't stop creaking. <laughs> I swear I'm not farting. <laughs> oh. I just need a screwdriver. You want to take a second? No, I'm fine. Okay. Fucking interview. <laughs> Let's All right. take a quick break for um, everybody. Okay, we'll be back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, so maybe a little lighter? Yes, please. Just slightly. That would be great. All right, a little lighter. What is your favorite way to spend a day off? Oh, 
depends on the day. If it's sunny and it's nights surfing with family, with friends, there's, a ton, there's not enough hours in the day uh, creating music. But that would be that I would I would be alone, barbecue, going to a theme park and riding the Hulk. <laughs> Bunch of different things. Okay. Uh, I know that you've traveled a lot. Uh-huh. And I know that you've been to a lot of really cool places. but uh-huh. and, and so that means that most of the time we're talking about places that I want to go to that I, that I haven't been to yet. Most of the time you've been to. Um, but I'm curious, what is the next place on your travel bucket list? Uh, a lot of places I visited, I visited when I was younger, you know, so I don't have a lot of memories. So I feel like I would honestly like Africa mm. and maybe Japan or somewhere in Asia. Love Japan. Yeah. That's on my that's on my travel bucket list. Like pretty pretty close up. And I'll go back to Egypt any day. Egypt's amazing. Love that. What's the worst gift you've ever received? Ooh. My period. <laughs> Some would say that's the best gift. <laughs> I mean, I can't even use it. We can't even make babies, so we can make babies. I love just... being a woman, but you know, doesn't have to be a fucking murder scene every month. <laughs> no. Weird that we haven't found a way around that. <laughs> um, if you could tell your past self only one thing, what would it be? To focus on learning how to love yourself more. Sooner. Hmm. You don't think that maybe everything happens as it should? Yeah, that was like the anchor to that thought. Like as the silence was ruminating, that <laughs> thought was about to come out of my face. But uh, you said if I could. Yeah, if you could and say I, something. And I guess you could say that about anything, you know. I mean, like, let's be real. I'd be like, take those fucking braids out of the out of your hair and stop wearing <laughs> multicolored socks. Like, get it together, girl. All right, so okay. you'd tell your past self to take the brains out. Um, do you believe in karma? First of all, you know I believe in everything and nothing. Just but I, I do believe in karma, but I believe also that maybe there are multiple definitions to karma, right? Mm. Like some people believe that karma is, you know, you get back what you put out. Right. So like do good, good come unto you, you know, things like that. Or you do something bad. Karma's going to get you. She a bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever. And I think that that's a very real thing. Like if you put goodness in the world, you attract that and vice versa. But I heard karma being in a, described in another way by Matthias Stefano, which was essentially like the fulfillment of your soul, your destiny. So like when quote unquote karma comes back to get you, it's not because, oh, you're bad. Let me slap you on the hand. It's you're not learning this lesson. You're not overcoming this lesson that you are here to overcome. That okay. is your karma. Like, yeah. you, you're going to keep getting smacked in the face with this lesson, a.k.a. your karma, until you're like, all right, let me do it the right way. Let me progress through it so that then good things will turn around instead of, like, continuous chaos. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. What is your favorite quality about yourself? Oh gosh. Ooh. I like like how strange my mind can get. Like how how I can entertain myself merely with like thoughts. <laughs> That's an interesting re- reply. So you like your mind. Well, because it's also a quality of myself that nobody else gets to experience, right? So it's my favorite. Because you don't share it or because... Because only you are witness to your relationship with yourself. For sure. Well, yes, uh, yes. In the same way, uh, truly, yes. You can witness someone's relationship with themselves. Sometimes people will, yes, can, but can display a you're lot. You're never going to hear my daily inner dialogue, no, my dated, my thoughts that rush quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those kinds of things that create. And the, the, Do you think those are your, your favorite? Those are your favorite quality about yourself? No, like those in, in my relationship with myself, I've realized my favorite quality is how my brain just weird shit comes into it. And it's like, it entertains me. <laughs> like I'll look at something and just like a random thing will pop. Why do you think I'm obsessed with would you rather? Those are just my thoughts. Yeah, I know. you're. And then you're I decide so to just say them out loud. <laughs> it's I'm not fast with them because I'm fast with them because 
I have this whole dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. What is your favorite nickname that someone has given you and how did you get it? Well, we all know one of my nicknames was Alien Shrimp. Yeah. And that became, you know, my company. Right. Because I am the Alien Shrimp. Yeah. I am weird and small and from outer space. So that's your favorite nickname? No, that's not my favorite nickname. That is a nickname. That's a good one. But um, I know that it's a real cop-out and it's super stupid. Like, well, here's another good one. Like, my godmother calls me Findings. (laughs) Findings? Yeah. Why? I don't know. What are your fending, findings? Nothing. She just like made it up. How does she use it? My findings. Hey, my findings. <laughs> uh, my mom used to call me Cheeky Fleet. Um, but I will say, oh, some people like would call me like, like Eminem or whatever, you know. Okay. But, but I just like the plain and simple M. How'd you get that name? E-M. I mean, I feel like it's like the most common name, like gem for you. You know, like it's not my favorite nickname of myself. No, but I like, I don't know. I like it when people feel comfortable enough to call me M. Not comfortable enough, but like it's just something that seems like it suits me, you know, like just I'm M, you know. Yeah. Just me. You're cute, babe. If you had a never ending candle of only one cent, what would it be? Ooh. (laughs) Emily of what what I'm thinking I like a lot of smells okay I like really fresh clean smells you could have a never ending candle of only one scent any scent in the world oh my god just choose one I know yours would be the volcano. Nope, you, can, you don't know what mine would but be. But I can't ask you the, the same trivia. questions on the gem interview, so no but, one's ever going to know. Okay, I can tell you. You can always ask me here. Off the record? You. Okay. Off the record, I'll answer after you answer. Okay, one scent. It would have to be... It would have to be like a natural scent found in nature, like lavender. That's very calming. That's not going to like be intrusive every day because like I love pine smell. I love that smell, but I don't want to smell it every day. Maybe like a eucalyptus or a lavender, like something that has dual use and is like calming and pleasing that I also really enjoy the smell. I love that. Okay. Okay. Thanks. You want to know what mine would be? Yeah. You know, you know when I clean? Yeah. What the house smells like? Delish. Like clean house? Yeah. That would be my never ending. Oh, that's awesome. But when I clean. Right. Your clean, clean house bottle. My clean, clean house smell is like. Wow. Yeah. It's giving Gwyneth Paltrow goop vagina candle. But better. But clean house. Gems clean house. Gems clean, clean house. Gems clean, clean house. Parentheses, no vagina. Parentheses, Gwyneth Paltrow, you okay? No, nothing with Gwyneth. Just gems clean, gems clean, clean house smell. Gems cream, clean, cream. (laughs) (laughs) How can a a clam cram in a clean, how can a cram, how can a clam cram in a clean cream can? There we go. How about gems germ germ no gems germ free no gems germ gemini's germ gem 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 gems germ gem gems germ gem there you go candle no hate hate them (laughs) (laughs) bye candle (laughs) all right what's the worst smell in the world Oh, oh! You, you know what? I actually <laughs> what? I mean, I'm sure it's like rotting flesh or something Just for you. But for you, you've seen is... me smell the worst smell I've ever smelled in my life, <laughs> which was that day when we moved into our new crib, and there was for whatever reason a tanque de basura, a trash can, like one of the city ones that got full of water from the rain, oh and there God. were like flowers. You must have been in there for like. Yeah, but there were like flowers. Like- it was rotten flowers. It was like plants that were wet and they got moldy. And it was like just enough water that it was like stewing around in there, like molding Heating it and, and hot. And and so I literally... <laughs> <laughs> Babe, you have to tip this over. I literally just opened the lid. I go. (laughs) 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 And I'm like throwing up on the side. Like, oh, God. Um, Like, (laughs) like literally, actually, vomiting. That's exactly what you're like. I'm like, (laughs) Jim. 
No, and then I think I tried to tip it over, like the water spilled on me or something. No, it's just, it was so disgusting. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I can smell it if it goes my eyes. Stop, stop, stop. (laughs) I don't want to throw up into the mic. (laughs) Oh my God. Now I know what to prank you with. Ew, that's not a prank. That's evil. You have to think of the most creative insult that you can think of right now. Fun sucking pool draining toenail smelly ass. That's really hard. I don't. That's really hard. No, that was. That's not fair. That's the most creative, creative insult. insult. I need. Have time. you heard how people would insult bef- each other before? We would curse each other. Cursing wasn't like you curse said word. creative. Yeah, creative insult. Like I hope you grow boils on your ass and your arms be too short short to reach them. Oh, okay. Ask me one more time. I know. Now that I understand the concept, you didn't give me the instructions no, right. No, you already. You know, it's give over. me another chance. Nope. Come on, please, please. Sorry, moving on. Please. What would be your superpower? <laughs> uh, going back in time, ten seconds, so I could fucking say the oh, answer so to my you'd question. Be a time traveler. Okay. Oh, next question. <laughs> if you, if if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Okay. Uh, shit. Probably one that could fly and live long enough to have a family. Oh my God, babe. You're really in that family mood. How are your ovaries doing? <laughs> I don't want to be a mosquito, although in retrospect, if one day is my whole life, then I guess it'll feel like an eternity, but... Right, you don't know the difference. Like, I want to walk around and chill for a sec, pop out some So kids. if you were an animal... Maybe like a maybe like a like a big ass bird, like a like a, like a eagle or falcon or some okay. shit. What? <laughs> maybe like a maybe like a big ass bird. You, <laughs> it's giving me to interview. Okay, I'd be a whale. A whale. I'd be a panther. <laughs> okay. If I were an animal, what animal would I be? A lion. Okay. And why? Uh, that you don't even have to ask. You pretty much are a lion, kinda, Leo. You're very proud of it. You would run this shit. Yeah. Your hair is Gorgina Gorgina. That's it. That's the only Leonian qualities I have. What about? They're love powerful. And have you ever seen family? lions cuddle? Have you ever seen them protect their family? Have you ever seen the Lion King? Um, You'd be a lion. Okay. Thank. Or ladybug. <laughs> um, I love. I love that. I'd probably be. Some kind of a line. Um, okay, if I were a fruit, what fruit would I be? The strawberry. And what would I sound like? As a fruit? Yep. Oh, you can't. How are you? <laughs> the strawberry. Look at my cute little freckles. Got this awesome little green hair. Beautiful shape. You can bite me. I'm a little tangy, I'm a little sweet. I got an edge if you want. And but, all of a sudden, I'm from the 40s. You can put me in a salad, put me in your mouth. Would I you? love to go on romantic dates, dip me in chocolate. Yeah, cute little strawberry with green hair. Okay. I'd carry you around, put little glasses on you. Oh, a strawberry with glasses? I'd yeah. be a strawberry? Yeah, and I'd really want to eat you, but I, think I wouldn't. You would, I think you'd say something more... Huh. It's just like, to me, strawberries are they're aesthetically pretty, right? Which But you, they're so you know, basic. They're not. They're not yeah. basic at all. What, do you want to be a freaking dragon fruit? Maybe like a pomegranate. You want to be a freaking durian? I, I identify as a pomegranate. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, you and pomegranates. Go ahead. If raindrops weren't a thing, uh-huh. what do you wish fell from the sky? Mm. I mean, liquid gold, bitch. What? <laughs> why gold, Al? Why gold? Yeah, why liquid gold? Like, why would you want it? Uh, I don't know. Why would soft you like to rain hunger? gold when you can have it rain meatballs, soft serve? Can you mac and cheese? Can you? Money. Yeah, gold. Cure for cancer. How is I'm sorry. cancer? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm an interviewer. How is the cure for cancer going to rain down? I don't know. It's your world. We're just living in it. Okay. I would make it rain down a substance that cures all diseases from everybody on the planet. Something else would kill us all anyway. Why are burgers called burgers and not patty sandwiches? Okay, so they're called burgers because actually Jean Bourge invented the method of making this shit oh up. My God. <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> yes. I got you. You're like, Jean Bourge. Who I, the hell? <laughs> okay, and why? No, are they, think about it. Burgers, burgers are, not are what? just sandwiches. 
They're they're meat, sandwiches. Meat meat patties. They're patty sandwich pa- meat patties. patty sandwiches. Why don't we call them sandwiches? I don't know. Why I would call them burgers. Okay, so hamburger. I don't know. We should maybe that word means something in another language. Why do they fucking call a pickle a pickle and not a pickled cucumber and all the other pickled <laughs> things are called the pickled thing that they are? It's true. Because you could have a pickled cucumber. We're going to have to look up why it's you know called that, a burger. Right? You didn't do the research. Now I want to know why it's called a burger. No, I was just curious. Okay, well, as now to I'm what curious you too. Somebody go Google it. Okay. okay. If your phone could talk, what's the most embarrassing thing it would say about you? Say, get me out of your ass. Like you say every day. I always put it in the back of my pants. Probably sees my ass crack more than anybody. And I <laughs> show my so ass gross. crack a lot. I don't touch Em's phone. <laughs> Because she's so little, and uh, usually her pants are falling down. I've, I'm very hygienic. It's just that's not You're a place for a phone. You're super hygienic, but... It's also it, not healthy. My mom is probably listening to this, like, get away from your ovaries. Yeah. No, it's, it's not, I'm not even so much worried about your ovaries as much as I am, like, feces to face. Feces to face? Feces to face. Is that a drag queen? Feces <laughs> <laughs> to face. Feces to face proximity. I mean, I don't know how you think I'm going poo-poo, but I don't poop up my ass. Crack. No, but you can't help it, like... Even as you pass gas, like just poop particles, just be 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 flying around. All right, you're, remember that part you said you're not the, that you're just the interview. Okay, are you trying to? Okay, anyway, I love you. My my phone would say, "Get me out of your ass." Okay. <laughs> um, what do you think happens when we die? Wow, I would love to know, or would I? Again, I really will say again, I believe in everything and nothing, so I'm not sure. I think there are a lot of possibilities. But I don't think this is it. Maybe it's not, you know, what we wish it were in the sense of some kind of experience we can understand. Maybe it's something altogether different. Maybe we become one big consciousness and we can just connect without any kind of language or physical form. Maybe it's more like a spiritual journey. Maybe there is a place that you go. Maybe it's just lights out. Who knows? But when it happens, we'll find out, right? So... I'd love to think about it until then, but I try not to stay up too late thinking about it. Love that. There's enough bullshit to figure out here before worrying about death. I just don't want it. What's that quote? It's like, uh, I'm not scared of death. I just don't want to be there when it happens. Mm. (laughs) That's how I feel. Just let me know when it's done. (laughs) All right. You can only smoke weed with one of them. Uncle Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Uh or the voice of God himself, Morgan Freeman. Oh, Snoop Dogg. Really? Yeah. Easy peasy. Like, like, where is he? Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Moving on. What is the scariest thing you've ever done? Tell my family about you. (sighs) Yikes. Moving on. (laughs) Do you believe in second chances? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Okay. I believe... We're human and everybody messes up and deserves a second chance. But I do think that at some point you'll be lying to yourself if you continue to enable a certain kind of behavior or person. Breach. But I do believe in second chances. Just not fourth chances. Right. <laughs> or 24th. Right. 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 How do you define beauty? Right next to me. You love me today. I love you. Is it because it's almost my birthday? I you love always you every love day. me extra when it's almost my birthday. It's like a day. You hungry? Jem's birthday is is a holiday in Em's life, and it's and it's lovely. I really like. I can't complain, but it's and, and it, I didn't ask for it. It's a pleasant surprise, but it's. I don't know what you're talking about. I just showed up here for an interview. <laughs> my girlfriend's gonna be pissed that I'm flirting with you. Yeah, she. So will. I hope this isn't live. She's she will be pissed that you're flirting. Do you know her? Please don't tell her about this. I can imagine. Okay. I can imagine if you were dating somebody. You think she's prettier than you? I... <laughs> okay. No. Ask me about my phone again. <laughs> it would say, take it out of my ass. Okay. Go. What's next? Um, is there anything that you regret not doing in the last year? Oh, yeah. I regret not doing things every day, but I'm working on changing that and doing more of those things. Anything in specific? Mm, exercise. I've recently started exercising and... It needs to be a part of my daily life. Love that. What is one thing you would do if you were guaranteed not to fail? Heal the world. Oof. Love that. But then what would happen to our existence? According to Messias Stefano, we would need to I didn't say... 
I didn't say end wars or resolve conflicts or I said heal the world. What do you mean then? I think that there's no thing as achieving perfection or perfect peace, but there is balance and equilibrium. And there are things that humanity, for whatever reason, that I don't know, that I think about oftentimes is extreme and violently, like, I don't know how to explain. Like, trying to destroy each other instead of working together more, you know? Like, there's a lot of negativity that I feel like manifests itself in disease and lifestyle and government and violence. And if I knew that without fail, I could, you know, put some balance and order, then I feel like a lot of things would be fixed. I don't know, maybe it's naive, but obviously (laughs) you said without fail. Yep, and that was a great answer. I mean, I'd also love to get a gold medal, but I'm trying to be selfless here. (laughs) (laughs) You should just be yourself. What's the worst date that you've ever been on? Ooh. I mean, technically it's not a date, but like something that happened with a partner of mine that was bad. I can't tell the story. <laughs> let me let me not. What? Let me not. Let me go back. Ask me again. <laughs> no, what Ask, is it? No, you know what it is, but I'm not I can't I'm not gonna talk about that. Oh, why? <laughs> I didn't know that was the answer. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty bad day. What? It was pretty, yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Now, now I feel like you should say it. No, no. <laughs> no, like at least like go, you don't have to like give details about who it was or anything like that. You could just give a rough. No. A rough that's a, it's, a private, it's a private thing. Oh, it's so good. And now we've teased them about that's it. That's fine. They can wonder. Maybe no, I'll say it in another episode. So you have to keep listening. It's so like <laughs> nobody wishes this would ever happen to them. That, but. Um, that's your worst date. Yeah. It's just hard because, you know, like, as you know, like, at some point I did date men, you know, certain men and uh, women. And obviously, like, you know, my love of women (laughs) is way different than my appreciation and my time with men. Right. Yeah. But um, it's also really different to date women and men. So, like, I just constantly think of, like, experiences where, like, I had no issue with the person, but I felt like holding hands with them or like any kind of PDA or anything like that, like makes me kind of feel like you're on fire. Like somebody's looking at you. I just remember like feeling that way when I kind of like started to actually go on dates. You know what I'm with saying? With women. With women. Ah. Right. Like I felt like that whole like, oh shit, like be more careful in public. Whereas like, I never felt that with dudes. If anything, it was like, oh good. I'm like, you know, under the radar or whatever you know <laughs> they don't expect a thing <laughs> no not like that like you i felt gen- there are even sometimes to this day that you and i are in public and i'm maybe like have my guard down and just have my arm around you or something and i'll, I'll catch a look from someone and the pang of that feeling will come through me like oh fuck like i forgot to some people this isn't just right normal right which it is you know yeah totally yeah all right, you're stranded on an island and you can only take three things with you. Okay, well, I'm taking you because you count for like 300 things <laughs> because you're very resourceful. <laughs> As a team, we can survive way longer. Yeah. Um, I'm like that. I'm like the team's like... Like we'll be, off, we'll be off the island in an hour if I bring you. So I'm not Maybe not an hour, but we'll definitely survive and we'll, we'll definitely... Exactly, so that's a time. no-brainer. I always vote myself in those situations because right. I also feel like I'm the least expected to survive. Because uh-huh. if you just look at me or you make a snap judgment, you don't actually know right. how I how I work. Right. Um, you would think I'm not a valuable player. Got but it. that's actually my advantage. Got it. Because right. Yeah, that makes sense. But you're not the you're not like the unsuspecting one in any kind of way because everybody would bring you to the island too. Everybody that knew me. Yeah. Would take, okay, would, that's number one. I would take me. My next two items are as follows. Because, and you can't now abridge your question. You did not specify how the items are getting there, what you size the item. No, no, no. Three that's things. That's fine. Okay, per- three I'm things. Not you're not. You're not telling me. I'm a person. How I'm getting the things there? Items. Okay, listen. So okay, I'm not, I don't count as one. Okay, great. Here are my next three items. I'm going to take a granola bar because this is how confident I am in my next two items. I'm bringing a long distance, long range industrial industrial radio tower slash cell phone tower, and I'm going to bring a radio. <laughs> 
And I'm going to eat my granola bar. I'm going to make a little call. I'm going to say, hey, guys, come pick me up. You are. <laughs> so how's that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> M-terview. <laughs> I cannot wait for my revenge. I can't wait. I'm, I'm behaving so well this entire episode, really making it about you. Wait till it's about me. <laughs> I remember I'm the one writing the questions, so I would be nervous if I were you. I'm good. All right, all right, all right. What job do you have in your version of hell? Just say it. Don't make that. There's so many options. <laughs> Oh, like a slaughterhouse, like for animals. I knew it. I knew I knew you were going to say that. It's funny because I wrote these. I was going to say like Trump's assistant, but. That's funny too. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like particularly wax assholes, but I'll do that all day. Oh yeah. I'll wax an asshole over being a butcher. Right. Or like a slaughter or like. And I can even get creative with the ass waxing because I can like put shapes and shit. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I agree. Butcher, no good. Okay. You were frozen in time for a hundred years. What is your first question upon awakening? Is is it assumed that, I mean, I mean, obviously I'd be like, is my family and my partner fucking dead or alive? Are they frozen with me? That's a perfectly, perfectly safe answer. I'd be like, where the fuck am I? Like, how, who froze me? Who froze me, bitch? That's your first question? Who froze me? No, I'd, I'd be like, wh- why, where am I? Where am I? That's your first question. I Which mean, one is it? Where's my partner? Where's my friends? I mean, like, it would be Where's like a rep. What, what would you do? For, it's one you know what? My first question would what? probably be like, fuck, it's cold. I don't fucking no, know. No, that's not a question. That's a statement. No, What's your first question? Is it where am I? Is it probably where am I? Where so get a fucking sense of where I am. Then I'll figure out where everybody else is. And then I'm going after revenge for whoever fucking froze me for 100 years. What if they did you a favor? What if now you've survived the apocalypse? You think I want to survive if everyone I love is dead and I don't know how to use a Flark phone, which I've is I'm imagining that. the version of the iPhone that will exist in 100 years? I have no idea, but I've always wondered that. I've always wondered if I would be grateful no. if I survived something that everyone I loved didn't. Fuck that. No. Depressing. Ever heard of survivor's guilt? Yes, but also who knows? Okay. Um... You never know. I mean, like, who's to say that you couldn't build a perfectly happy life meeting new people and... Sure. I just, I don't know. It's like the whole thing. Like, what's your life journey supposed to be? Anyway, what's something really cool that you've done that no one was around to see? Probably, like, like when I'm practicing music, like drums or something, Mm -hmm. and I, like, get, like, a fill or, like, this thing that I've never done before, and I'm like, yes, I got it. And, like, most of the time, there's nobody there. But then eventually, hopefully, if I work on it enough, you can, I can put it on a stage. <laughs> demonstrate. But the process, I guess, like the process of me figuring out I can do these things and like working on them. That's really cool. Love that. Uh, there are two types of people in this world. What are they? Creative people and <laughs> artists and not ourselves. Uh, you're asking me? I'm asking you're, Like you're asking me to if I could... Like what I think the two types of people are yeah, in the world. People say people always say there are two types of people in the world. There are these people and these people. Like there are two types of people in the world. The people who eat Taco Bell have great taste. People who don't eat Taco Bell have terrible taste. Yeah, I think like people who can speak art and be creative and people who can't. And there's not a better or a worse one. It's just people who are people who are artistic and people who are not. By the way, artistic can mean making a meal and plating the flower a little different and being able to talk about it and enjoying it or, you know, going out for a walk and arranging the sticks in a funny way. Like, I think it's the way that you see the world and your brain works. And, and you approach it also. Right. Experience, experience it. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. Stay Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. 
Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If you could convince everyone in the world to do one thing, what would that one thing be? Work on themselves. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. What moment of your life are you proudest of so far? Oh, when I got to give my grandma my first album. Oh. Yeah. The, you're proud of the moment of giving it to her? Or yeah. Or you're proud of like you're having your first album and the then moment, sharing it with me? The moment of giving it to her, I have a video of it, and her reading the whole booklet and like the last thing is like, you know, thanking her and dedicating a portion of it to her, you know? Yeah. And, able to do that. And now that she's gone, I realize how important it was and how important it will be because there's a lot of things that she won't be here for, Yeah, you know? Love that. Almost didn't cry again, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> What's the hardest part about being part of a very public, famous family? Ooh, being part of a very public, famous family. <laughs> There's a lot of beautiful things. Luckily, you know, no family is perfect. No. We have our stuff, but we love each other really, really hard. And that has been the saving grace throughout any hardship that comes with the public. I think the hardest moments have been moments of fear, like where you feel threatened, either by a person, somebody that may need mental assistance or, oh, you know, yeah. has an obsession that turns into something that becomes dangerous. We have had a couple of those moments. You know, you've been there for a few of them, you know, yeah. calls over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Even if you try to block threats of death, things like that, no matter how much you try to believe that they can't lead anywhere, they are really scary. So things like that. Are, are scary everything else we can kind of handle if we join together and you know come from it as a, from a place of love and as a family and just human beings like everybody is but those things can get a little scary yeah people don't realize the the price that sometimes you have to pay um when you are when you are in the light right the limelight like that and last and certainly not least oh boy do you believe in aliens Oh, of course. Truly. Truly. You truly, truly believe for without a shadow of a doubt there are other beings I, out there I, I think that, it's, that are making their way towards us or maybe not. Or I think that it is so improbable that there isn't any other life out there. I think that also we naively and from an egocentric place as human beings associates life with something that it isn't life can be plankton life can be a bacteria you mm -hmm. know like 
we are always like expecting to see these figures that are like near representations of what we are, but like just scary enough that we can put them in a movie and like tell stories about them. It's like, no, life can be an ocean with a reef in it. That can be extraterrestrial life. Like, absolutely. There are aliens. I love you. There are, though. I mean, maybe they're not the dudes. I I personally. Maybe they're not the dudes. I personally have happened to think that they're even maybe here with us and have been for a while. But of course, without a shadow of a doubt, there is life somewhere else in this crazy galaxy and all the other ones. (laughs) Well. Well, as an interview, I give you an there A+. Plus. You have it. You killed it. Jem <laughs> killed it with those, but get ready. The interview. Yay. And actually, baby, yeah, thank you so much. Honestly, that was my favorite <laughs> interview I've ever had. Yeah, right. It is. Not only are you easy on the eyes, but I love those questions and you did them with care. So I hope I did you proud. You did. But speaking, I can't believe you ended with that question because speaking about life on other planets, I might be sharing some news with y'all right now on Space News! Earthlings and Earthlongs, welcome to Space (laughs) News. Could aging wine become the first major space manufacturing business? Wine is one of humanity's oldest products. We've been drinking it for thousands of years and likely will continue to do so for thousands more. But one of the secrets of wine is that it is primarily considered to get better with age, unlike me. What that means for winemakers is that they could potentially dramatically profit from simply holding a large inventory of a good stock for longer. But where? One obvious difficulty with this process is that it simply takes time, and despite humanity's best efforts, we haven't developed a foolproof way to speed up the aging process. Hence, the interest generated when an experiment on the International Space Station hinted at a potential way to do so. (laughs) Okay, well, hold on, because this is where... Gets really good. The experiment called Mission Wise is an acronym <laughs> that stems from Latin Vitis Vinum Inspetium Experimentia, or in more humble English, the grape wine in the distance experiment. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I can tell you <laughs> that's a mission I will not be signing up for unless we find a way to reverse it and it'll make me younger. Then we'll take that shit to Shark Tank. <laughs> Two supermoons in August mean double the stargazing fun. Two moons for my baby! (laughs) The cosmos is offering up a double feature in August, a pair of supernoons culminating in a rare blue moon. The first show is August 1st, and the moon is brighter and bigger than normal. That's because it's closer than usual, just 222,159 miles away, thus achieving the supermoon label. The moon, even closer, the night of August 30th, a scant 222,043 miles distant. Because it's the second moon in the same month, it's called a blue moon. The last two times we saw these supermoons was in 2018. And it's not going to happen again until 2037, according to Italian astronomer Gianluca Massi. So grab your nightshades and howl away at that moon, baby. But you're not going to get burned. You might just feel the sudden urge to sing Fleetwood Mac and twirl. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) NASA finds key building blocks for life in a moon of Saturn. This long hunt for extraterrestrials just got a big boost. Scientists have discovered that phosphorus, a key building block of life, lies in the ocean beneath the icy surface of Saturn's moon Enceladus. The finding was based on a review of data collected by NASA's Cassini probe. Scientists previously found other minerals and organic compounds in the ejected ice grains, but not phosphorus, which is an essential building block for DNA and RNA, and is also found in the bones and teeth of people ill, animals ill, and ocean plankton. (laughs) Simply put, life as we know it would not be possible without phosphorus, Taco Bell, or Beyonce. And as of right now, only one of those has been reported on Enceladus. So stay tuned. Or Enceladus. Mm. And this has been Space News. Woo. You see? Life on other planets, baby. Wow. Phosphorus, phosphorus. Incredible. Well, they don't have Taco Bell or Beyonce, so I guess that, uh, they're a little behind. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you for that. That was You're, quite the thrill for me. You, it, me, too. You should do this for a living or something. No. I definitely shouldn't. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. And thank you all for joining us on the interview. (laughs) 
what I want to make sure you realize is that next week at this time, at this very place, will be the Gem Interview. And that's what it's going to feel like. Stay tuned. See you next week. We love you. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Moonflower Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts, visit the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, Honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.